Hej och välkommen till Mother is Calling, podden om hållbarhet, omställning, häxkonster, livet och döden. Vi pratar om minst om var vi kommer ifrån och vad som är viktigt på riktigt. Okej, okay, welcome to Mother is Calling. Um, today we're very blessed with this beautiful guest. My teacher in astrology and a very good friend and... Uh, She's a filmmaker. Um, she is one of the best astrologers I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. Um, so yeah, Margit, welcome. Hey, <laughs> very nice to be here. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to give a background in how did you get into astrology? Yes, yeah, so astrology is for me something that uh, it actually came quite early in my childhood from the books that we had at home and my mother had them. She wasn't like so interested in that, but uh, but I was. And when I went to school, I used to know like like things about all my classmates and I was always like checking it. Okay, like this person is that and this person is like that. And so I was like always like observing and kind of getting this feeling of what it means. But I feel like most of my learning has come through of course reading and also observation and and from the experience itself. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So it sounds like astrology kind of chose you <laughs> kind of yeah and and i feel like this is something that comes very naturally out of me and th- that's the beauty for me in it and that, that's why i i really enjoy it and doing it to be able to just do something that comes out of myself and to see that people are happy to receive it hmm. i think um astrology can be this water divider like it's really triggering for some people mm. and um, it's very intriguing for others but I, I know many people that just get they're not only not believing in astrology but they get super triggered just mentioning it so I guess my question leads to why astrology and how how does it work and why does it work and uh, why should we believe it For me personally, I I think it's quite obvious that it has some sort of impact on us. I mean, just look at the moon that can move a whole ocean uh, just according to its cycles. And I mean, we as human beings on this planet, we we are made of of 70% of water. So of course it affects us. I'm sure maybe you have met also this resistance from other people. And how, how do you look at it? I think there are always these people who don't really believe that there is anything more out there that guides our life and everything is just very material and what we see. So there are always these people, I think. I also think it's really impossible to totally explain like why and how it works. Uh, but there is this interconnectedness of all that we can see. It's the example that you brought with the moon and, and the water and as we see this interconnectedness between everything in life and... Uh, And also the microcosm and the, the universe and it's kind of all is the same eventually. And of course, when we do watch these transits and these movements of planets and we can see things happening, especially if you follow it for a while and you can really see it affecting uh, some events. Yes, so definitely. You, you, you can really see that it's there actually. And the more you look at it and you feel it and it's there, it's almost like this uh, the holographic universe where like just there is the planets and they make up a bigger kind of system that is reflected than here in our lives uh, through these principles but I think it's okay to leave up to every person like if they really don't uh, resonate with it and uh, they really don't believe in it they don't want to hear about it then it's okay 
it's like they they are not going to use this wonderful guidance <laughs> that is up there available but it's astrology has been used for a very long time so like all old ancient civilizations were using astrology and were following the movement of the planets and the stars so it has been there yes Yes, it yeah. has. In the oldest uh, ancient stories we know of, there's yeah. this connection to the to the planets and to the stars. Yeah, it's a lot of mysticism uh, related to it, also, I guess. And it's, I think, as as human beings, it's just also makes life more interesting and worth living. Yes, and 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 it's and really it helps to guide us on this path. And one more thing I've thought about this topic is actually there are so many different systems like numerology and uh, and whatever like hand reading or or this reading from the leaves. And uh, so what I have sometimes noticed is that actually all of the systems can work if you know the rules, which is almost like. There is this like little model of the universe in everything. If you if you if you knew it, you could like read it from one of your cell. You could read everything. So like astrology is one of the system like that's very available to be used like that. That's beautiful. Hmm. Okay. So that gets us into more of the detail of the astrology. Like, what are the rules? But I I guess this is also very complex. There is the basics. The basics is our solar system, the planets in our solar systems, and to know the principle that are. Uh, expressed through each of this planet uh, and they are in a way like these uh, psychic forces in a way that are within us all like Venus is about this love and connection Mars is about this initiation and fighting spirit so like this is like the basics to understand these concepts of these planets and and then of course how they relate to each other and then how they work out through our psyche and in our life so but this is what astrology is made up kind of the rules of astrology so it's like the most simple way hmm. You could um, record a, a million of hours of, yes. of, of talk about this and <laughs> yes, still yes, only yes. cover uh, like one grain of sand of the whole universe. So it's, uh, I guess that's also part of the charm that you can never learn enough. Yes, and one interesting thing about astrology is it's actually constantly expanding because usually when we talked about the planets in the solar system mostly and of course then also some stars... But also, actually, there are more and more little planets are being found, uh, like behind Pluto and Neptune. They are called the Trans-Neptunians, mm -hmm. and uh, and in that sense, like astrology is actually expanding with these new objects being discovered and named and brought into our consciousness. But this is like usually in the regular astrology, it's not been talked about so much yet. But uh, if you go more deeper into it, you can see this constant expansion that's happening both in life in human consciousness and also like in astrology and it's like you can always go further and further and further <laughs> but of yeah. course in order to manage with our daily life and understand what we are facing with it's just it's good to start with this uh, to start with the uh, yeah the planets that we know in our solar system that really like they mostly help us to to deal with yeah our earthly <laughs> earthly life and, and mm. lessons and challenges of spiritual too but yeah but there is like another layer of small tiny planets behind pluto that all have to do more with uh, the expansion and development of consciousness on a more transpersonal level but this is like a new new level of astrology actually okay, like that goes much further but this hasn't been talked about so much yet uh, it's like in a process of expansion Talking about expansion and the 
transits. I just want to hear your input on this year and all the restrictions and everything that's been going on out in the world and also inside people and how you relate this uh, astrologically. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is a very special year, like a very marked year. And it was very apparent already before it began that this year somehow was gonna change everything. Because during this year there are happening three very big conjunctions that are about starting new, very, very long-term cycles. And the first part of it is, of course, taking down the old in order to be ready to embrace the new. But it happens on a very big, on a very collective level, and also on a very deep inner level for people. First, what is this that we have to let go of? One of the first conjunctions that started the new cycle was uh, Saturn conjunct Pluto. It was in January. Um, mm. So these two principles were coming together, Saturn and Pluto. And Saturn is about structures that our life is built upon. And also the, the goals, ambitions, what we are committed to and the structure. And Pluto is about uh, tearing down everything that doesn't serve us anymore. You have to go through the death and rebirth process, like there is no other way. So really at the beginning of the year, we were faced with that. It started then, it started in... Uh, of course, it doesn't always start exactly on the day. It's more like uh, a time period that you are in and we are in all together. And it takes a bit time to play it out, so it's not a one one day or even one week uh, thing. It happens, yeah, through overtime. some overtime, mm. yeah. So, but the first thing that happened then, like the first impulse that we got, was that uh, some structure that we have been uh, leaning on for a very long time. Now it's time to take it down. Like really, like we can't lean on it anymore. And as it was happening in the sign of Capricorn, so. Capricorn is a lot about these hierarchies in the society and like who has the power and who has to obey who and mm. uh, and also like um, I'm thinking a lot about also the this mm -hmm. uh, this male patriarchal yes it's yeah not male but the, the masculine energy yes yes so Capricorn is also very much that it's also the fatherly and the <laughs> the fatherly the masculine energy like mm. the, the fatherly caretaker but also the one that suppresses some like can suppress the feelings and more the softer feminine sides of right. life um so yeah this process started then in january and the next big uh, impulse that came was in april uh, march and april when mm. uh, <laughs> jupiter was conjuncting um pluto and by the way, also with the Saturn conjunct, conjunct Pluto, this cycle usually lasts 30-something years, like around 34, 35 years. And the last one uh, began in the 80, it was like 83, 84. So, and the last one was in Libra, which is about relating and relationships. So in a way, the structure that we have had to transform up until this year was all about how we form relationships. And it was a time where a lot of this traditional kind of relationships were breaking down, like more divorces than ever before. And like kind of like relationships not working anymore the same way. And also many new kind of new ways of people, you know, creating relationships. This was during the 80s. And it started, but it was yeah. like, because it's a whole cycle, so it lasted up until until this January. 
Mm, so to rainbows, 2020. Rainbow families. Yes, and <laughs> yeah. And it was like the main thing that was supposed to be transformed. And now like this is done, like now we know like how relationships can be like and how different and how like uh, how special they can be actually and they don't have to be in this kind of specific form. Uh, so yeah, but this cycle is done now and we ha- like we have collectively we have this knowledge and we like we have this wisdom inside of us now. Uh, and now we have started, and, and with this January and this Saturn, uh, Saturn Bluto in Capricorn, we started this new cycle for the next thirty something years. And actually, we are the whole cycle. We are learning about like how to create a new foundation, like a new structure, and like how to use power in a new kind of way that is like better for all. But of course, the beginning is always very strong because it's like then we can really feel the impulse that, okay, like the change is coming in. Uh, but but it will continue, actually. So it's going to be like uh, like remaking the society on very deep levels, on the foundational level. So this will be going on for about 35 years. Yes, and then it will be done. And then we will have something new on the level of society. That, like Then something new is in place so that we don't have to like put so much focus on that anymore. But also mm. it's like amazing to know just how, how big of a cycle it is and mm. like what we have stepped into now. I also relate this, correct me if I'm out somewhere wrong, but... Like to the number four and uh, like you said, the Capricorn and like in the tarot, like the emperor, the walls and the home and uh, society and laws and rules. And uh, as we said, this patriarchal uh, law system even. And yeah, I guess you can you can interpret it. Yes, in many it's ways. definitely number four, like the four corners that you need for a foundation. Yes. And 2020, numerology. Numerology, yes. it's num- like year number four, so it really is, it's all about this foundation that our society is built upon. Like the year is really all about that, it's like so clear, it's also in numerology. So we yeah. had a, we had like a, this rocket kind of start that was, it just had to get started in this really intense way, I yeah. guess, because we are at this point in the world where we're killing mother nature and we're killing each other and all natives and animals and species every single day and we keep on doing it even though we know we're doing it so I guess we somehow needs to be just shaken up like come on what are you doing wake up uh, it's time for a change definitely yeah this this year is showing it but also because this year, year is so deeply focused on breaking down the structure mm. like we don't totally see the future yet it's not revealed it's like not revealed like okay then what is the solution or which way to go there's also like a kind of in that sense darkness in this year that we don't see the future yet yes but it's it kind of like we have to accept that and just allow this transformation and breaking down to happen uh, just happen on a deep level it's like making space for the future but not seeing totally yet what is the solution and this is also something that has been very hard in this year for many people it's supposed on the collective but also on a personal level mm. like we haven't been showed what is the solution and and this has created a crisis in many people and uh, it has been, yeah, people have had to face some very big uh, darkness in themselves because it's like the darkness that comes out of this that just things are just breaking away, not working anymore. You, you know that it's not working, it's not possible. But mm. what is the solution? Like, we don't see it. We have to wait a little bit mm. until the, the light of the future comes in. So yeah. that's why this year is also so difficult. It's like, like breaking us down to the ground zero. Mm. Yeah, I, this is very. <laughs> visible yeah. and I, I've, I've felt this too we talked about it a lot like um 
for me personally, also the future seems like I, I, I'm walking on this, on this path. I, I just trust that I am walking on it, but I can't see anything. It's just completely foggy and I can't see the future. I can dream and I can plan, but I still have this knowing that it doesn't matter whatever I plan. Like, I don't know. It will just show itself. Yeah, and like all you can do is, is trust and some, and at the same time allow this clearing up that is happening now. It's almost like the universe doesn't want us to think so much about the future because then we won't to like then we won't devote so much to this process at hand. It's just like right. once you okay, like don't think about like what could be. Just work with what's right now here and uh, let it go like very deeply. Yeah, mm, dig where you, you stand, and it's like a yeah. slap in the face. Just yeah. like be present. To be present, exactly, yeah. exactly. Be present, because I think the deeper you let this clearing um, of the past to go, like the more space you will have later to create this new beautiful future. Mm. So, like we should embrace kind of yeah, we should embrace this uh, this process of this year. And as I started before to say, like, this other conjunction of Jupiter and, and Pluto shows also exactly that, because Jupiter, it expands everything that it touches, and Pluto is transformation, of course, as I said before, so expanded transformation, expanded death and rebirth, which means, like, it's really deep, it's really big. And it happened, uh, it was in March and April, which was, of course, also happened to be this time when this whole uh, virus thing became really big. Mm -hmm. And now it was again uh, the second, or it was yeah, one time in June, but then it was retrograde, which was more inward. And now the last time it was um, in the middle of November. It was also kind of the time when this uh, story became so big in the world again, like the mm -hmm. second wave. And uh, But this has been, yeah... So this Jupiter-Bluto cycle has been really about this expanded, uh, almost like, I want to say, darkness in that sense that really like we have had to face really these deep fears, fears of death, fears of change, fears of transformation mm. and go through it. Mm. So it's almost like we were not given really like this uh, perspective to the future Really, like, no way. Like, we had to, before that to really go deep in things that uh, that have to be released. And the whole autumn has been about that. I think also the spring. I've, what's and spring, been, What's been hitting yeah. me was really this, like, how how we are in a time where the human race is just very fear-driven and a lot of people let themselves just be victims for, for fear. And uh, it does not make us happier. It does not make us that much wiser mm. but at the same time i think there is this polarity where, where we also remember to to step back in ourselves and like listen inwards and uh, be present as you said and remember like the beauty in the dark like the the light and not to be afraid of it because we have so much to learn there yeah and actually like much of this fear it seems to be also this collective fear yes. like very deep uh, collective fear that has been accumulated over a very long period of time and it's all has been coming up this year to be released and removed so in a way even like it's really it's so much more the fear than anything else actually that has been operating in this world, world this year it seems yes. like it's the yes. fear <laughs> It's the fear, and, and this is also something, you know, and sometimes Capricorn energy is always also connected to fear. Huh. Uh, 
because it has like this energy of repression and uh, of course f- more from the negative negative side yeah the, 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 the shadow uh, because side every every sign has of course it's positive and, and negative expression yeah so it seems that actually what's really really been happening is is releasing a very long-held collective fear and this is so necessary for the next uh, cycle like for the next what's to come in the future because otherwise we can't step into it like we have to release it exactly that, that i think yeah. that's what it's getting to it's we have to experience and and really see look the fear in the eye in yeah. order to be able to fully acknowledge it and release it yeah and it's like okay hey i see you and uh and i love you or like you just take care of this as, as just see the, the the little child or like look at the yeah. and then just send it love and send it the opposite of fear yeah you know and then yeah. that then it will transform and we yeah will... and notice it that actually it's a fear like hey yeah. like, look at this fear look at yeah. this big collective fear like, yeah like what it what it really is and i think that's also been brought up this year that people have also actually been allowed to express their fears and to live their fears and to really maybe become friends with it or Some people got stuck in the anger instead. Actually, I think it's the same. Like yeah. there's a lot of repressed collective anger yeah. that also has had to be released this year. So mm. let's let's leave that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, it's so amazing because we are actually really at the last ending moments of this deep pause that we have had to be releasing, and there are big changes ahead. <laughs> Okay, so so let's let's talk about that. I want to hear a little about if 2021 is not too foggy, if we can see anything, what it has to bring us, what it has to offer, and what we can expect and see in 2021. Yeah, so this 21st of December, this is then this last big conjunction of the year and the last um, beginning of a new 20-year cycle. As I said, there were others three different kind of cycles that started this year. One was, I'm just repeat that one was the Saturn-Bluto, and then it mm. was Jupiter-Bluto, and now the last one is Saturn-Jupiter. And why this one is very different from the previous ones is that the previous ones were all happening in uh, in Capricorn, and this one will be in Aquarius, in zero degrees Aquarius. And if we look at the principles of Jupiter and Saturn, then, as I said before, Jupiter expands everything and makes it grow and abundant and like super big. And now it's about... Uh, Saturn, the structures, and also like what we commit to, and uh, so it's expansion of some new kind of structures. And in Aquarius, it's something very new. I mean, we have been in before Aquarius. We have been in in Capricorn, in Capricorn, yes. and now the structure and the number four, and now we're stepping into Aquarius, which mm-hmm. is this more collective. It's an air sign. Mm-hmm. It's very um, yes social. And if we think about the Saturn. Uh, Jupiter conjunctions is then they happen like this that um, they generally like for about 200 years they happen in one element like mm. either in uh, in fire or air or, or earth and now it has been like the last about the last 200 years it was in um, earth yeah and now this is the one that starts in air so the next 200 years these conjunctions these cycles this kind of ex- growth, uh, expansion, expansive growth cycles will be in air signs. But the first one is then in Aquarius. And what it means is that uh, the air element is, of course, 
it's about connection mostly actually the first thing is connection like connection between people and communication communication yeah. and and with aquarius it's a lot about equality when mm. uh, when capricorn is about the, the hierarchy like you're the boss and you're right, the like right, yeah. right. and with, with aquarius it's like we're all the same mm. we're all the same we are a group we're, we're, yeah. we're a community we're a yeah. collective collective exactly we're, we're we're the same. We're sisters yeah. and brothers. Yeah. yeah. Like there's like no master, master and servant. There is just like we're the same. That's that's hopeful. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's a big change that is gonna start to come. In a way, it's it reflects a lot this whole you know Aquarian age that we actually have already entered into, but it just starts. We are just growing, grow more and more into, and it starts to re reveal itself more, and it's just arriving more and more, and you can even see it. Uh, you know, you can see how already things have changed so much. Like, for example, even in, uh, you know, in um, in pop culture or music, like there are no more like kings or queens of pop. It's like this doesn't is, this doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Like everybody can choose something and uh, express themselves. And uh, you know, we have this YouTube stars and like mm. it's like it's open for everybody to express yourself and to be seen and to be noticed and uh, there's like no more of this hierarchy like who is like really this big star also mm. in spirituality like there is no space for gurus anymore <laughs> like everybody is their own guru everybody can share their Beautiful. own wisdom and yeah. this is what the Aquarian age, age wants that everybody to express their own authentic talent their gift their wisdom yeah. and and they are equal in that because they all have the spark inside them like yeah. there is no more this this big star and the little fan like doesn't actually exist like that anymore <laughs> this also sounds like we're we're taking one more step in and leaving uh, the patriarchal structure where it's very um th these clear um this clear hier hierarchy yeah exactly exactly and this is what we are really moving into more and more and more mm. and now with this conjunction on the 21st of december it's like quite a strong energy input coming that's going to show us like how to move into this direction and also like a strong cut from the past, a strong cut from this, this Capricornian uh, structures and strategies of the past. I just thought about this, what you said about the going into the Aquarian age and, and air mm -hmm. and communication, everyone. But I also <laughs> see this, this backside of it that has already been going on, but there's like a... Um, narcissism is all, almost uh, getting emphasized on like we're we're, we're being um, um we're being encouraged to to be narcissistic or like this uh, to be you said like to be seen and to show yourself and and um uh, i i i think it is beautiful but i also see this backside of it that mm -hmm. we it's very superficial it's very like look at me and and uh, my value is my likes pretty much and uh, yeah actually it's a good point because with every sign it's like it's almost like um uh the shadow side of them is mm. expressed by their opposite sign so aquarius opposite sign is leo <laughs> 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 and uh, and and the shadows shadow side of experience experiencing the aquarius energy uh, is that yeah it can be like that, that wanting to be special just to be seen or somehow like this uh, eccentricity that doesn't really have this true meaning and purpose in it. Hi, hi, hi. Yes, mm. that, I think that is my point. This <laughs> like just to be shown, but 
what are you actually showing? Are you showing your your truth? Are you showing your heart, or are you just a like sucker? Like you just yeah. need that fix. And, and this can really happen when people start to receive so much of this Aquarian energy. But it's like always. It depends. Like also like where people are on their personal development mm. and many things. And if like yeah. For people, if they are operating for more from the shadow side, mm. then they will be expressing this, at least in the beginning. So, do you think it will continue in this way and it will um, work to, to operate on this very... What, what I see, at least, is this ego-driven, quite superficial... <sighs> nonsense uh, side of it yeah i think uh, no these are these people who are there that's where they are on their path yeah but i think that as it we grow more deeper into this age i think they will also at one point start to come out of it so mm. it's maybe like just a part of this process maybe yeah. it's just like oh look at all this yeah. freedom and all this space i got yeah, like, yeah i, I can to. show myself and yeah. i can be now visible and yeah, it's true. It's that like sugar, you know, you just get taste of this and yeah, then you get yes, high. And, exactly. And then yeah. we get kind of tired of this high or we feel that we're addicted and we have to stop it. Yeah, because it's so easy to, yeah, it's so easy to, to become visible. It's so yeah. easy to, to get this, you know, this cheap attention too, in that sense, without really... Maybe also because we, we also are lacking maybe this true community and the true contact and and togetherness yeah. and closeness yeah. and to really be seen and appreciated yeah. and because the purpose of aquarius is mm, it's still actually to to unite uh, in you know to unite uh, the community mm. and uh, it's the purpose is that to do things for the community it's not 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 like for your personal gain or not for your personal enjoyment even but it's like somehow like the aquarian age is supposed to like benefit the community on a large scale so this is where where the goal is. Mm. Okay, so this is something we're we're stepping into, and it's gonna keep on going for a very long time. It won't be so easy. <laughs> like, of course, with the Aquarian energy starting to come in, we start to see the directions more. Like we are in a way coming out from the fog or kind of the darkness of this twenty twenty. There will be a lot of like freshness and newness coming in, and kind of we start to see the directions that start to appear. But there will still be a lot of work uh, to build those new structures to make it possible to move in these directions. So it's almost like, okay, like you know where to go, but it's almost like your body like doesn't know how to move in this direction yet, like the physical, like you don't have the structures yet. Mm. So this is also, in astrological terms, there will be the square between Saturn and Uranus that's going to be happening several times next year. And the square is this, is this very... Very uh, tense meeting of these two principles. It's almost like these two planets exploding into each other and somehow like causing distress. Like they are like both very strong and but they are like want to, want things to go in their own way, but they just explode. So of course Saturn, which is about these new structures, and then Uranus is right now in Taurus. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Touching you yeah, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, this is my sun uh, And. Uranus. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Uranus. And anyway, Uranus doesn't like to be in Taurus because Uranus is about this sudden shifts and awakening, sudden changes. And Taurus is all about like this, you know, 
It's the Buddha sign, <laughs> the peaceful, stable energy that just, you know, is like this, you know, the cow on the, on the meadow enjoying the, the grass and, you know, enjoying, mm. enjoying the smells, enjoying the, like, yeah, smelling the roses. Yeah. And that's the Taurus energy. And very stable. It needs to, like, it likes to be stable. Um, but Uranus is, yeah, this very sudden like it's like the thunderstorm it's like when you're the, like you're, you're outside enjoying your flowers and then suddenly like a sudden thunderstorm comes and mm. you know and and Taurus is about us our resources mm, both material but also of course also spiritual emotional resources everything that makes us feel strong and and, and worthy just mm. pour some water yeah and now that we ha have been having uh, Uranus there, so it shows that we are supposed to, to totally somehow shift our attitude towards our resources, like how we create our resources and what creates our self-worth. There's like this suddenly, like, no, like this doesn't work anymore and sudden shifts in that. So this is where the spreak struggle comes from. Or not kind of struggle, but also like a challenge just to overcome. It's almost like how to create these new structures with this new kind of way of creating resources, like they clash somehow, like there is like a struggle to make them meet. So this is the main the main challenge. It won't be so so easy to move forward, although we will have the direction, like we will know that, okay, like this is uh, the direction that's calling us where we should go, but like how to create the structures to get there. So we need to build some kind of totally new structures uh, so it's, it's like an experiment in a way. It will be because it's something very new. And of course, again, if we look at uh, numerology, so that year will be five. Mm. And five is also the number of changes. Right. It's about new opportunities. Like mm. there will be some opportunities around maybe that we now still yet, we still yet don't see them right now, like because they will be so new. So new, new kind of ways of doing things and, and looking at things and moving into future. So yeah, a lot of newness is coming in, but it's 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 visible that there will be like a lot of challenges, like how to make this newness like work in material forms, like the structures. It's yeah. also going from the uh, the center and the top, like going from from the material into the into the spiritual also a bit that's how i see it and also there is like almost like also some very pioneering like new kind of energy mm. it's almost like almost like many people um almost like they need to learn new ways how to create their resources and somehow in very very new ways that than it was sense. before <laughs> yeah yeah and and yeah. this is gonna like push them into the future it's even hard to describe because we really don't see it yet and uh, it's going to be of course also very individual for everybody but also it's going to happen on the collective level somehow mm. yeah so this yeah. is also something i was um, thinking about the the changes on a so societal level i guess will also be more on a goose grassroots level rather than a hierarchical like political level at first because the politic politicians they're not really keeping up with with the world, let's be honest. Um, it's isn't it more up to us, like the people? Yes, it's to totally make the changes. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally up to the people actually, and mm. this is also what the future is about. Yeah, yeah. So let's go out there and demonstrate and uh, cost. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <kidding>. But um. <laughs> but then, of course, another thing we have to look with Aquarian Aquarian energy is also everything that's very high tech. Yeah. And it's like almost like 
we're going to move in even more into this high-tech world. So oh, that's awful. That's a bit scary that's, sometimes. That's for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, like to see, but of course, then to make it work in the best possible ways for mm. us. But it's also it seems like with this Aquarian age, is like it's inescapable that yeah, we're going to go more into that too, grow more yeah. in that direction. So so. I, I, I just think of like more control and but could it mean also more freedom? Yes, because if it's also like more connection between people wherever they are and, right. and like connecting it's also like actually it is always like also a way for people to become stronger yeah. to use it for their uh, purpose. So yeah, let's let's hope for that. Um, do you feel like a small break or yeah yeah. So yeah, let's take it back um, just again to the present. Yeah, so once the Aquarius energy starts to come in, then it can be almost like sudden inspirations that start to come or suddenly like doors opening that we didn't see before or that we didn't realize before or were just mm. not shown. Mm. And uh, and also with the notes that always show us the, the direction of the greatest karmic possible growth in the moment. And, right. and like generally right now, uh, we actually have the, the North Node, which is the, the future direction for, for soul growth, is in Gemini, which is a lot about uh, our immediate environment, like the people that we meet every day. Like right now, right. we learn the most uh, by... By somehow like conversing, somehow connecting with those people that are around us, like, like the small close, tribe, the small tribe, and sisters, exactly. The like small this is family. yeah, the small yeah, exactly the small mm. family, and like this is where our focus should be, mm. and this is like what helps us move forward. Um, and like the opposite of it is in Sagittarius, it's uh, mm, it's more like this, uh, yeah. The people who are like more like far away, and it's actually it also shows that this right now is not the time for for any like long distance travels. Actually, hmm. it's not good. Uh, it's not good to like lose yourself in some very like and philosophy that is more exotic or far. Like it's right now. This is not what we should be doing. We should be like really present with what's around us. Again, dig where we stand. Yeah, and, uh, and also be like, and it's also a lot about like the thoughts and ideas that we we share with each other it's mm. like somehow very important for us uh, i think this lesson also comes uh, as a reminder to us in this time where we have been traveling a lot when it's not really necessary and all the flights and all of this and now people are starting to meet on the phone instead and um, but also to appreciate your local community your exactly your own house like to take care of your own yourself and your own family and you have might have time this year to actually spend time with your your kids and see your kids and and uh, i think this has also been a good reminder it's yeah. about ourselves and the ones close to us and that yeah. we have to take care of what we already have and to appreciate it once again like to appreciate what we have yeah and it's even like this connection on this very like this simple human level to like ask the person like uh yeah, like how are you? Like the mm. close to just to have this kind of simple conversation to ask how they are doing, and mm. and this is what's also very much needed right now to have this kind of connectedness, to be in this simple connection with people in a way. Just yeah, to just, be reminded yeah. about this simple life that we're, yeah, exactly. we're just small humans here on the planet, and we're we're just like monkeys. We're just social social beings, and and we we need a pack, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so to just. Uh, 
see the beauty and the simplicity of yeah. being a human and not make it so grand and so complex and yeah. so difficult all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is yeah, this is again, you know, air element mm. and like we are moving into Aquarius while North Node is in uh, in Gemini, so like mm. air, air is the direction somehow. But it is yeah about connecting, about mm. really like truly connecting. But also like we should be very aware of what kind of information we share and what kind of ideas. So it's almost like we have some responsibility there, like what kind of ideas we put into other people's minds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even like, of course, the whole media story comes here as well. Like we also have to be careful with that, like... Like, it's almost like a lot of energy is right now just in ideas, <laughs> in, yeah. in the head. Like, like what, what kind of ideas are we sharing? That brings a lot of power to the media, no? Yes, it does. And it's almost like for people more like tomorrow, be more careful with what kind of information they take in. Like, this is also yeah. something that kind of have like very like, almost like, yeah, like a karmic effect on them, on their lives, on what decisions they make based on like mm. what kind of information they take in. Oh, this must be hard for the for the younger generation. I'm part of it, but like I'm not so much part of this taking in this overload of of information. I like it was many years ago since I decided to kind of cut off a bit from this overload of of information and the information that doesn't do any good to me. Um, but I think a lot of people are so into social media and like this popular culture out there, <laughs> you know, and the. It's a lot of um, funny and beautiful things going on, but there's also, yeah, not so pleasant. Yeah, so so this is something to be really aware of and pay attention to in this time, like to just decide yeah. kind of what you want and your what you yeah. want to let in, and also like try life. to keep it simple. Yeah, because the opposite of it, which is like Sagittarius, Sagittarius can be also like very dogmatic belief systems and like all kinds of like very like strong ways that this is only like that or this is the truth. Or mm. so it's more like to be flexible, mm -hmm. not to like believe that you're told like some certain kind of truth. So to be flexible and to like be just careful like what kind of information you take in, and it's almost like try to keep it more simple. Mm. This is also yeah. a, a way of taking care of yourself, just yeah. uh, what you're allowing into your space and into your your vibration and, and mind and and life. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay. I I think we covered a lot. I mean, we could keep on talking for hours and hours. <laughs> so uh, so maybe we just should should round this up. Is there anything else you're thinking about? or? Yeah, I think as the Aquarius energy starts to come in, I think the best thing uh, is to try to be really open hmm. because it seems like there will be some different directions and ways um, it will be opening up and coming in that might be like very different from how we have been used to doing things or what we even thought that we want in life or what we thought is good for us. But if something might be shown to us that is different from that, but it's actually better for us. So it's like the best way to receive it is to be open. Mm. And it's also because it's so much about the future energies. It's like has this quality that it actually cannot be um, predicted. It's like against its nature or what is coming that it cannot be predicted. If if I would say that this thing is coming, then this won't come because these <laughs> predictions can be in a way only made based on the past. But it's mm. like something that is... Uh, 
It's something new. It sounds uh, like a very good lesson for for humanity. And also, in a way, to be brave. I think yeah. we're gonna ask to be really brave in the future to face yeah. uh, to face the new. The new yeah, ways. that's also my wish for for the the collective to to become more brave and uh, not be so obedient. Yeah. I encourage yeah. disobedience, like on a collective level. Yeah, and also we like with Aquarius, it's also it's all about freedom. Like actually, yes, that's li- what it's, I'm it's talking liberation. about, sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, liberation and freedom, yeah. and like we need to believe in. That's what we need to believe in: liberation and freedom. Mm. And um, in a way, all will be possible, mm. but we have to be open for that and and brave enough to embrace that. Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding, but yes, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> Yes, as always, mind-blowing. And once again, thank you so, so much for for this and yeah, for your presence here thank and for you. your wisdom. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. So yeah, if uh, any listener would like a reading, a personal reading from you, do you do this? Uh, yeah, right now it's possible to contact me just through the email, which yeah. is um, galacticpearl at protonmail.com. Okay, so we'll try to write this down in the info. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I can can warmly, highly recommend this. I've had several readings uh, from you, and it's always mind blowing. So yeah, we'll wrap it up uh, once again. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thank and you. Uh, get in touch with her. Get in touch with Mike and everybody. Thank you so much for today. Bye. Bye bye.